Scripture passage for this morning is John chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing has been made, or nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. This is God's word for us this morning. We hear now what uh, Pastor Ackerman has to say. This is our message this morning. As we turn to God's word, will you join your hearts with mine in prayer? Light of the world, shine on us today so that we can see your face and feel the warmth of your love. In your name, Jesus. Amen. Our scripture passage today is the very beginning of the Gospel of John, chapter 1, starting at verse 1 and going to verse 5. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not overcome it. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, once upon a time, not so long ago, there was a boy who was afraid of the dark. Josh knew that being afraid of the dark was nothing to be ashamed of for a little kid. The problem was that Josh wasn't a little kid anymore. He was nine years old. He was in the fourth grade. Nobody in the fourth grade is afraid of the dark. And even back when Josh was a little kid, he hadn't been afraid of the dark. Back then, darkness hadn't bothered him at all. It all started three years earlier when his first grade class had taken a field trip to a cave. Well, at first, Josh had been very excited He lived in a city, and just about the only nature he saw were the little pocket parks shoehorned into city blocks. His mom tried to take him places like the zoo or the beach on the weekends, but she was usually tired and and had the shopping and laundry to do. She'd say, I'm sorry, baby, but I got to work during the week and take care of us on the weekend. Josh would sometimes think, there's always time for church. But he was smart enough to not say that out loud. So because the chance to get out of the city was exciting, and he'd never been to a cave before, he couldn't wait for the field trip. But when the 40 first graders finally got there and piled out of the school bus, got into their tour groups and headed into the cool, damp cave, Josh started to get nervous. He didn't like the feel of the stale air. 
And thinking about being underground made his heart race in his chest. This was not as fun as he thought it would be. This cave was not like Batman's cave. And then, 15 minutes into the tour, the guide stopped them in one of the cave rooms. She said they were going to try something special. They were going to see what true darkness was like. This far underground, no natural light could reach them, so when she turned off the electric lights installed in the cave, they would see nothing but darkness. As she walked over to the big switch bolted to the cave wall, Josh's stomach started doing flips. And then she did it. Utter darkness. Josh heard gasps from his classmates and even one little scream, but he saw absolutely nothing. His eyes searched for something, for anything, but all was darkness. He looked as hard and as far as he could, desperate for a point of light, a glimmer in the distance, but nothing. The darkness, it was a void a complete lack, and it was oppressive. It started to push in on Josh like it was swallowing him whole. There was a tightness around his chest. His throat started to close up. His breathing grew raspy. His legs felt weak, and just as he was about to collapse, the lights came on again, and Josh could inhale. The rest of his class giggled and chattered to each other as they walked on, but, but Josh stood, hands on his knees, gasping for breath. The chaperone, Mrs. Williams, asked if he was okay, and he nodded yes. It was all he could do. He didn't understand what had happened. He just knew the darkness was not something he ever wanted to experience again. That night when he went to bed back in the apartment, Josh found his old nightlight in the bottom of a pile of junk in his closet, and he plugged it in. His bedroom wasn't really dark. The street lights and the neon sign from the corner store gave off a constant glow. But just remembering the darkness of that cave was enough. And the nightlight helped him feel better. It was that trip to the cave when Josh started being afraid of the dark. Three years later, he still slept with a nightlight. It was embarrassing, but Josh didn't even want to think about that darkness. And life was tough enough in the fourth grade, even more complicated than it had been back in the first. I mean, fourth grade was no joke. At least he was back in school, not trying to do virtual school on the computer like he'd had to do for second grade two years ago. And he didn't have to wear his mask anymore like last year. His mom was talking about making him wear one again now that COVID cases were up. He didn't mind wearing a mask, but he didn't want to be the only one. He knew Will and the other boys in his class would make fun of him. So he hoped his mom would just relax a little bit. As he walked to school, Josh thought about that cave again. He thought about how the emptiness, the, the lack of anything, it felt like something. The darkness was a lack of light, but, but somehow it was also a force unto itself. 
Josh pulled his scarf up tighter around his nose, and he thought about the fact that he hadn't been to his grandparents' house in Houston in nearly three years. Christmas of 2019. He felt that emptiness, that lack. I mean, he understood why they were super careful about COVID, but, but even though, though they had gotten it last winter, I mean, he and his mom, they hadn't been able to visit. His grandparents were both okay now, but, but his grandma had been really sick. His mom had been terrified. Thinking about almost losing her just added to this sense of, of the emptiness of darkness. He missed feeling normal, feeling like life was full. As Josh came around the corner, Lincoln Elementary came into view. He remembered something he'd heard Pastor Chris say last Sunday. New life starts in the dark. Whether it's a seed in the ground, a a baby in the womb, or Jesus in the tomb, it starts in the dark. He liked that, but he, he wasn't sure when that new life would start. After the service, when Pastor Chris said hello to Josh, he almost asked her that. What about when it feels like it's so dark nothing could ever grow? But he chickened out. Lincoln Elementary was humming with excitement. Not only was it the last day of school before winter break, it was also Christmas Eve. Josh walked through the buzzing hallway to his classroom after their usual morning meeting, Ms. King told the class that they were going to be watching an educational movie, which elicited cheers. She asked Maddie to pull down the window shades and turn off the lights. And Josh's stomach started doing little flips again. When the screen went dark, as Ms. King tried to get the movie to play, Josh's hands got sweaty. And his breathing got fast. Not here, he thought. Not now. But that only made it worse. The last thing Josh wanted was for everyone to know him as the fourth grader who was afraid of the dark. Bro, are you all right? He heard whispered from behind him. Thank goodness it was Jamel who'd noticed. Jamel wouldn't make a big deal of it. Josh nodded yes and and tried to believe that it was true, that he was okay. That darkness was nothing to be afraid of. He closed his eyes. And he thought about how Mrs. Weber started his Sunday school lesson each week. The mindfulness moment, she called it. He concentrated on what he could feel. The the hardness of his school chair. The fuzziness of his fleece pullover. Even the tiny breeze from the heating vent gently touching his cheek. He concentrated on his other senses, on what he could smell, what he could hear. And it slowed his breathing. It calmed his heart. When he opened his eyes again, the movie about planet Earth was playing, and it wasn't dark anymore. Mrs. Weber at Sunday school always said that mindfulness was a way to feel the presence of God, especially when things were tough. There's no situation so difficult that God won't be there with you, she would say. As the images of flamingos and hippopotamuses flashed across the screen, Josh wondered, if God was in the heating vent, reminding him with that touch of breeze that everything was going to be okay. The rest of the day went by quickly, especially since they had early release, so they got to go home right after lunch. 
When that last bell rang and Ms. King told everyone to have a wonderful winter break, Josh followed his classmates outside, and there was his mom waiting by their beat-up Camry. She called out, hey, baby, happy winter break, and Josh grinned. She didn't usually pick him up from school, but her office was closed for the holiday. Josh glimpsed some shopping bags on the passenger seat, and she warned him, no peeking now. Those bags are not for you to be looking through. Josh grinned again. Okay, Mom, as long as there's a basketball in there somewhere. We'll see, she said with a smile. She waved goodbye to Mrs. Kwan, Ava's mom, who she'd been talking to. And she said to Josh, let's get a move on, buddy. We've got to drop these cookies off for Mr. Patterson and then get ready for church. I'm singing tonight, so we have to go early. Josh groaned. He didn't like it when his mom sang in the choir, because then he had to sit by himself. He was never really by himself in church, because he knew everyone, and everyone knew him. That had been their church since before he was born. But it felt weird to be a nine-year-old sitting on his own. Sometimes when his mom sang, he sat with his friend Henry and his family, but they were at Henry's grandparents' house in Florida for Christmas. Josh's mom said it was crazy to spend Christmas at the beach, but Josh wished he was going to Florida. He'd never been there. It felt like they'd never been anywhere. And with years and years of COVID and people getting mad at each other all the time, he wasn't sure he'd ever get to go anywhere. I mean, after the riot at the Capitol building two years ago, his mom had said Washington, D.C. was off their places, list of places they could visit. But for now, they were going to Mr. Patterson's. He was an old man who lived by himself. Years ago, before he retired, he had worked with Josh's mom at the marketing firm where she still worked. But now he was on his own, with nothing to do most days. He didn't have any family around, so Josh's mom liked to drop him off things from time to time and sometimes have him over for dinner. Josh liked him okay. He told fun stories about the strange things he used to do when he was a little boy. But he kind of smelled funny. And he couldn't hear very well, so Josh always had to yell when he spoke to him. When they got to Mr. Patterson's little ranch on a cul-de-sac, Josh's mom gave him the cookies to carry as they walked up to the door. She pressed the doorbell, and Mr. Patterson pulled it open with a hearty cry. Well, Merry Christmas! Here are my guardian angels again, come to bring me good tidings of great joy. Josh's mom laughed, but Josh didn't really get what was funny. When they went inside, most of the lights were off, and it was kind of gloomy. The overcast sky meant that there was no shadow, but, but if there had been some, they would have been lengthening in the midwinter afternoon. Josh's mom said, Mr. Patterson, why don't you turn on some lights? It's downright dark in here. He smiled and replied, I kind of like the darkness. It makes the few lights I do have stand out. You know what they say, all the darkness in the world can't stand up to just one small candle. Josh froze. All the darkness in the world can't stand up to just one candle. Now that was something to think about. No matter how big or how great the darkness, just one tiny light could break its power. Josh's mom gave Mr. Patterson the cookies, and they all sat down and talked for a bit, but, but Josh wasn't paying any attention. He was thinking about the cave. 
He was thinking about how even his tiny little keychain flashlight, the one that was in his stocking last year, even that would have shattered the darkness of that cave. He thought about how that flashlight didn't really do anything during the day, or even at night in his bedroom, where it wasn't really that dark. It was a pretty weak flashlight. But in that cave, it would have been enough. It would have been more than enough. It needed the darkness to know the power of its light. Finally, it was time to go. You must be ruminating on all those Christmas presents you're going to get tomorrow morning, Mr. Patterson said. I've never seen you so quiet. Josh replied, I'm sorry, I was just thinking about things. Mr. Patterson chuckled and said, That's okay, son. Sometimes things need a good think. You let me know if you get them figured out, okay? Yes, sir, Josh answered. Merry Christmas. At home, Josh and his mom had a quick dinner of grilled cheese and tomato soup and changed into their church clothes. When they got to church, Josh's mom told him to be good as she ran off to the choir pews in the front of the sanctuary, where the rest of the choir was already doing their warm-ups. Josh slowly trudged down the aisle to the second row. He hated sitting that close to the front, but that's where his mom made him sit when she was singing and he was by himself. She said it was so she could keep an eye on him. He got settled and, and he took out his colored pencils to do a little drawing. And he just started when Pastor Chris walked up. Hi, Josh, she said. Did you get your candle for Silent Night? Hi, Pastor Chris, he responded. No, I, I didn't. She reached into a box and she pulled out a candle, a real wax candle, and she gave it to him. Josh looked at the candle and then looked back at Pastor Chris and then looked at the candle again. Every year on Christmas Eve, they all lit candles during the singing of the final carol, Silent Night. But all the little kids got those dumb, electric, fake candles. Pastor Chris had given him a real one. Josh looked up to her and, and said, Um, Pastor Chris, shouldn't I have an electric one? She smiled and said, I think you're old enough for a real one this year, Josh. Really? he exclaimed. Thanks. Pastor Chris gave him another kind smile and said, You're welcome. When the service started, Josh sang along to all the Christmas carols he loved. His mom was beaming up front with the choir. He thought there was nothing she loved doing more than singing. When it came time for Pastor Chris's message, he, he tried to pay attention, but, but it was hard. She read these weird Bible verses all about the word. Josh wondered what word it was talking about. But then Pastor Chris explained that the word was Jesus, which didn't really make sense to Josh. I mean, how could a person be a word? But then she said that who Jesus was and what he did spoke just like a word. And that kind of made sense to Josh. But then it got to a part about light, and Josh perked up. The light, which Pastor Chris said also meant Jesus, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. Josh thought about his little flashlight again, and it shining in that dark cave. 
And then he looked at the candle that he was still holding in his hand. The light shines. He thought about his friend Jamel at school looking out for him. He thought about Miss King, his teacher who worked so hard for his class. He thought about Mr. Patterson and the way that he called his mom an angel. And of course, he thought about his mom. Nobody shined with more love than his mom did. And the light all around him pushed back on that darkness. Every one of them. And even one tiny light would be enough. He heard Pastor Chris saying something else about Jesus, and and he started paying attention again. She said, Jesus was Emmanuel, God with us. That no matter how dark things might seem, and she talked about all the dark things happening in the world right now, no matter how dark things might seem, God would be right there in it with us. She said God knew the darkness even better than we did. That made Josh smile. Even if he went back into that cave someday, he shuddered at the thought. God would be right there with him. Pastor Chris finished up and then the choir got up to sing Silent Night. Josh stood holding his unlit candle carefully. All the lights went off and, and for once Josh didn't feel panicked. He just focused on the one light still going, the big, fat, white candle in the front of the sanctuary. Mr. Kelly went up to the candle, and he lit his little candle from it. And then he went to the end of the first rows, and and he lit those people's candles. And slowly the light started to spread. Mrs. Dixon, who was down the row from Josh, and she walked over to light his candle, and He held it carefully as the wick sputtered to life. Almost before you knew it, the whole sanctuary was full of light. All the candles glowed, and the congregation sung out the beautiful old song about the baby Jesus born in a stable. Josh felt the warmth of that glow all the way through the chatting after the service and the car ride home, When they got back to the apartment and they put out the cookies and milk for Santa, Josh didn't believe in Santa anymore, but they still did it just for fun. And then his mom said, Scoot your toot, buddy. Christmas will be here before you know it. Don't forget to brush your teeth. Josh changed into his pajamas and brushed his teeth, and as he walked back into his room, he saw that nightlight. He paused, and he reached down and he plugged it in. But this time, it wasn't because he was afraid of the dark. It was a reminder for him. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. Let us pray. Light of the world, shine on us today so we can see your face and feel the warmth of your love. In your name, Jesus. Amen.